What is up, everyone? Welcome to the How to Vegan podcast. I am the host of this podcast. My name is Kristen. I go by Kristen Emily on the interwebs, and I do a bunch of vegan shit online. I have a pretty large Facebook group. There's over 72,000 members in there, which is also called How to Vegan, by the way. And it's an amazing place to share recipes and ask questions and all that stuff. So if you're not a member of How to Vegan on Facebook yet, go join. It's amazing. Uh, I also have a YouTube channel called Kristen Emily. I have a blog where I have recipes and all that stuff. I host free and paid challenges, vegan challenges, that is. And I just try to spread the vegan love really as far and wide as I possibly can as one single human being. Because veganism 100% changed my entire life in so many different ways. And I just want to share everything that I've learned and everything that I've gained with all of you. So that's what I'm doing with this little podcast. So I'm so glad that you're listening. I'm so glad you're tuning in. This is the sixth episode that I've recorded of this podcast. So I feel like I'm starting to get into a little groove, which is which is nice and fun. So I hope you guys are enjoying this podcast as well. If you are, then pop on over to iTunes if you're not in iTunes right now and leave a review and a rating for this podcast because the more people that do that, the more people see the podcast and listen to it. And that's the goal. So thank you if you have left a review and a rating. And if you haven't yet, then I would highly appreciate it if you did. So today we're talking about a topic that can be a little bit hard for some people. It's a topic that's definitely a little bit hard for me. And and it is a topic that is a little bit more suiting and a little bit more fitting to people who have been vegan for a while. But this can also really apply to people who are just starting out being vegan and kind of learn the horrible things that happen in factory farms. And it can also be really helpful to people who aren't vegan so they can kind of know what might be going through someone who is vegan, what might be going through their head when they're eating meat in front of you or they're making kind of mean jokes and stuff like that. So I hope this video or... I'm not recording a video. I'm doing a podcast. (laughs) I record a lot of videos on my YouTube channel, so I might make that mistake more than once. But the point of this episode is to talk about how to deal or how to cope with your non-vegan friends and family, especially seeing them eat meat in front of you because that breaks my heart. It's not fun. It is not good. And especially around the holidays or around the new year when you're, you know, trying to go vegan and really stick with it and a lot of your friends and family are doing the opposite, it can be really hard to deal with. So I just wanted to kind of share some little tips and tricks and ideas and things that I've learned over the past six years of being vegan in a non-vegan family and essentially a non-vegan world. We're a very, very small percentage of the population, but we're growing, y'all. We are on the rise. So, So I just think that this is such an important conversation to have because a lot of people don't want to talk about this. A lot of people say, well, you're too sensitive. If you can't deal with it, then you're too sensitive. All these vegans are so sensitive. And that's part of the reason we are vegan is because we care. We care about something more than just our taste buds and more than just our satisfactory pleasure in the moment. We care about other living beings. We care about the planet and we ultimately care about how healthy our body is. So to hear these kind of like little jabs and remarks and watch people eat meat in front of us can be really, really hard for some people. And of course, I'm not speaking for all vegans. Definitely not speaking for every single vegan out there. I mean, some of you are like, this does not apply to me. I don't have a problem with this at all. 
then good for you. Like, honestly, I wish I was that strong. I just am not. (laughs) And seeing my friends and family eat meat in front of me has been something that I've really had to work, work on kind of accepting and being okay with. So that's what we're going to kind of talk about today. So I hope this is interesting to you because I think it's helped a lot of people. I made a video about this on my YouTube channel and a lot of people have responded very, very well and have said that it's helped them a lot. So I hope this is helpful for you as well. So the first thing that I just want to point out and clearly is that you are not alone. I feel the same way you feel. I have felt the things you felt and clearly not the same, but a lot of vegans, a lot of people who are transitioning to this lifestyle go through the same thing. So just remember that you're not alone. If you feel like you want to cry when you see someone eat meat, you're not alone. There are other people that feel that way. And it's just hard to watch people that you love eat animals that you know were tortured and killed for no reason. And plus, On top of all of that awful stuff that happens to animals, it also makes your loved ones unhealthy. So that adds to the already like shitty, awful hurt you're already feeling from seeing them eat this tortured dead animal. But now you're knowing that like eating that dead animal flesh is making them sick. So it's just like this double-edged sword that is just so hard. And like I said, especially around the holiday time, like a dead bird in the middle of the table is awful to see. A dead pig in the middle of the table is awful to see, especially if you know how intelligent these animals are and how much they just want to be alive just like humans and how much torture and and pain they probably went through to get there uh, for no reason. (laughs) You know, really for a tradition that's kind of silly anyway. So I think that the number one tip, and you'll hear me kind of say this throughout this, is the number one theme, the number one thread, the number one jiving aspect is to be open and honest and unapologetically you. Always. I think that just talking about how you feel, being open, being honest, telling them, you know, why you feel this way, why you might react this way, just being open and honest and unapologetically you is the first and foremost thing you can do, even if it, if it offends some of your family members or it pushes some of them away. It can be really, you know, just... It, there's no better way to kind of go about it as far as everything that I've kind of learned and gathered. It's always, you always need to respect other people's choices and opinions, but if they're your loved ones, then they should be respecting your choices and opinions as well. So as long as you're open and honest and communicative about it and 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 just you, then that will really help so that you're not just hiding behind something and pretending like everything's fine. Just say, hey, this bothers me. And it might be awkward, but then the next time they're a little bit more understanding about it. So So just keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. And remember, it's okay to cry. If that's you, if that's part of who you are, then cry. It's totally okay. I have had moments where I was at the Thanksgiving table and there was a dead bird on the middle of the table and I was crying and I like had to leave the dinner table and I like ruined Thanksgiving and it was really embarrassing, but I know why I'm doing this and it didn't stop me and didn't, you know, I mean, it was upsetting, but I just kind of took some deep breaths, came back to the table, composed myself and and let myself be me. You know, my family knows I'm sensitive. They know, they know that's kind of how I am. So if that, if it's, if that's in your nature, then it's okay to cry. It means you care. Just remember to always lead by example too. So cook delicious meals that everyone will enjoy. That's what I started doing. Like, oh, it's Thanksgiving. How about we do a vegan Thanksgiving and I'll provide the recipes. I'll kind of plan the whole thing, which yeah, can take some time. But if it's important to you, then you can take a day and do it. Share some recipes with some other people who are going to be cooking and talk about it together and make an entire vegan Thanksgiving or at least bring some dishes that you want to contribute and blow people's minds. I mean, have them be like, what? This is vegan? I had no idea. I brought one of those like holiday roasts five or six years ago 
after we first first went vegan and my grandparents had it my family my you know my parents my brother had it and they were like I don't I don't really even need much I don't need to have turkey this is a good substitute you know and whether or not they're saying that because they don't want to hurt my feelings because I'm sensitive, who knows? <laughs> but that's part of my family loving me too. But they've come to accept it because it's delicious. We can have all the traditional stuff. We just have to do it a different way, which honestly, it's healthier. It's better for the environment and no animals are killed in the process. So it's amazing. <laughs> so now it's like a very good vibe during Thanksgiving when I'm with my family and we do an all vegan Thanksgiving because I'm not getting upset. They're satisfied. And, and it just, it just took some time to get there. So it took, it took a long time. I mean, this is my sixth year of being vegan and I finally now I'm starting to feel comfortable around my friends and family because they're starting to kind of, things are starting to kind of click in, in their heads too, you know, and they're starting to kind of lean more either to being vegan or to, to, to eating more that way and, and being curious about it too. So it can take some time. Don't think your first vegan Thanksgiving or first vegan holiday or whatever is just going to be a walk in the park and going to be easy. It might be hard. It might be easy and your family might just accept you and go for it. But it can be weird to kind of push people's traditions and 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 all of that stuff away from them and, and make them question it. So so just be aware that that people can come off as defensive but but they're really just feeling like their their morals are being questioned and that can make people kind of come off negatively. So just lead by example, cook meals that everyone will enjoy and and just, you know, blow their minds with how amazing vegan food is because oh man, vegan food is the best. And and remember to not be pushy unless that's your style. I always like to say don't preach, teach kind of cheesy, but it helps me remember I have a bad memory and rhyming is good. So don't preach, teach. Don't be that preachy vegan unless that's your style. You do you, boo. But if it's not, then then just teach. Ask, wait for opportunities. Wait till they ask a question. Wait till there's an opportunity where they're like, this food's delicious. Are you sure there's no butter in this or milk or bacon? Or I don't get it. It tastes like there is. Use that as an opportunity. Look for teachable moments. They truly are gifts. Like, I'm not a preachy vegan, so I kind of lay in the background. If someone wants to ask me a question, then I kind of see that as an opportunity to kind of talk in a positive, kind, loving, compassionate, non-judgmental way and just answer their questions. And usually they'll kind of keep asking more and they'll be like, wait, really? I didn't know that, you know, and you never know what that little seed might plant in someone's mind. So always come from like a kind, loving, compassionate and non-judgmental place when you can. And that will really kind of invite people in instead of pushing them away, which can often happen when you get kind of preachy, which can be hard after you know all of the information you know, you know how bad this stuff is for your body, how truly awful it is for the environment and the climate and the planet that we live on, and how awful these animals are being treated, you know? It can be hard not to get defensive and negative and just like, no, you don't get it, you know, because I'm just trying to do good and you're just being rude to me. Uh, but but just try to come from that place of, of compassion and love and and put yourself in their shoes. Perspective, perspective can be huge. It really can be like I used to not be vegan. Seven years ago, I was not vegan. So I like to put myself in that place and say, how would I have reacted if someone would have been been vegan and, and the roles were reversed. So try to do that because because that can really help a little bit too. And maybe encourage them to do that as well. You know, you, you never know. You never know what might work with your family. Uh, but put yourself in their shoes and remember like what it might feel like for them. And that can really, really help too. Using humor can be another good way to 
cope. This isn't for everybody, but I have a pretty good sense of humor, I feel like. So I try to inject that into the conversations that start to go weird if I can. A lot of times I just end up crying and making like a mess of my face and running downstairs. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I love animals so much. I'm sorry, this is so important to me. I'm not sorry at all. Why am I saying that? But humor can be a really good way to cope. So sometimes I just, you know, oh, vegans only eat lettuce. And you can kind of just be like, yeah, 100%. That's what I'm eating right now. This giant plate of mac and cheese lettuce. So try to find little ways to kind of joke. It kind of lightens the mood and shows them that you're not extremely serious and so just intense and extreme, which a lot of people think veganism is extreme. But as we all know, what happens to animals is way more extreme and getting your chest ripped open to put like a double bypass in there and, and all that stuff. And I don't even know what happens in the medical world. All that stuff seems real extreme to me. Eating plants, less extreme, but everyone's brains are on a different place on their journey and in life. So put yourself in their shoes, try to like change your perspective a little bit and respect their opinions and their beliefs, because that can be a really big turning point for other people too, when they see that people are respecting what they're saying and not just shoving their beliefs on them. So those, those around you who are uncomfortable that are fe- that, and that are feeling uncomfortable in these kinds of situations, it's really, whether they know it or not, it's because of their own guilt at doing something that they know intuitively is wrong intuitively humans i think at this point know that killing an animal for no reason is is wrong and 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 whether they're going to admit it or not a lot of people get really defensive like i said and uncomfortable because they feel guilty and that's when people are like i don't want to know about it i don't want to hear about it i don't want to know what happened to this pig to get in the middle of the table and a lot of people for a lot of people ignorance is bliss and maybe they're not ready for the information yet and you need to respect where they are on their journey too but know that a lot of times they're just feeling that guilt inside and it kind of comes out in a negative way. So again, putting yourself in their shoes can be can be really huge. And and remember, it isn't about you. They're not coming there to attack you. It's about them. Everyone is always focused on themselves. I know everyone thinks that everyone's always looking at you and thinking about what you're doing and thinking and saying and all that stuff. But really, just like you probably are, everyone's focused on themselves. So it's really not about you. It's about them and maybe their insecurities and what they don't know and stuff. So keep that in mind too. That it really is not about you. They're not, they love you. They're not attacking you as a person. It's it's really about them and where they are and that it's just not, they're not getting it yet, which is totally cool. Totally cool. You got to respect that. You have to respect that too, really. So like I said, it's okay to cry. It's okay to excuse yourself from the table to collect yourself. It's okay to do anything that you need to. Don't feel bad about being who you are. So if you start to get a little upset or a a, a discussion that turns into an argument starts to happen, say, excuse me, this is, I've had to do this so many times and I just excuse myself from the table and I go downstairs or into the bathroom and cry for a hot minute and try to collect myself and then come back and then it's awkward as shit for a while, but everyone gets over it and then it's good. And that's just who I am. So excuse yourself from the table. It kind of, you know, it kind of can be awkward, but at least it kind of shows like, hey, this means something to me. I'm not just, this isn't just bullshit. <laughs> this is important to me. And and that can kind of get your family maybe when you come back and have calmed down, maybe to really start a good discussion. Like, okay, we're sorry we didn't realize it was this important. Let's have a real discussion. I want to listen to you now. So you never know what being yourself can can really do. And like I said earlier, patience is huge. That really helps me a lot. I'm not a very patient person, but after six years, I'm like, wow. Uh, being patient paid off, you know, not being pushy, not being preachy has paid off. A lot of my friends have gone vegan. My mom, you know, eats mostly vegan. My dad has definitely cut down on his meat and dairy intake. My brother, I'm really not sure about. Uh, yeah, 
I want him to go vegan someday. So Danny, if you're listening, go vegan someday. I love you. Anyway, <laughs> so just remember, it's it, patience is huge. It might take time, even longer than you think or want. Six years, long time, but worth it. And it's hard when you're in it. It's so hard when you're in it and you're sitting at the dinner table and it's your first vegan Thanksgiving or your seventh and it's still just shitty and hard. But it's so worth it in the end to stick up for your values, to stay true to yourself, to be who you are and to spread the vegan love because we know our why. We know why we're doing this. We know why this is important to us. And if we just stick to that and don't let anybody get us down or work through those feelings when we do in a positive way, then then we really are spreading the vegan message far and wide in a positive, loving, non-judgmental, all-embracing way, which is the goal. I think that that invites more and more people into this vegan world, vegan lifestyle than being pushy and preachy. So be patient. Uh, it's worth it in the end, I promise, even though it's not going to feel like it. It's not going to feel like it. It probably is going to suck. But I'm giving it to you real because I went through all this shit too. And I'm it's probably not over. So be grateful for the small steps they take. You know, that can be huge too. Not waiting, you know, just, well, I, you watched Forks Over Knives. You watched What the Health. Why aren't you vegan? Just be patient and and be grateful for where they are. And even for a small conversation or a little question that that they ask and, you, and, and it turns into a positive conversation and not an explosive argument, be grateful for those little things because that'll bring more of that into your life too. So, and just my last tip, because this can be really effective, is on your next birthday or maybe for Christmas or whenever, Ask your friends and family members to watch some vegan documentaries that inspired you. So I've started doing this to people who really just kind of don't get it and, you know, are kind of jabby and like, I don't know, I don't know. And it's like, okay, I can't have a conversation with you until you watch the documentaries I've watched so that we're on the same page. Then let's have a conversation. Or I I care about you guys so much. This is what I did on my birthday, uh, my last birthday when I turned 31. I just asked my parents, I don't want anything. I don't want any presents. I want nothing. I just want you guys to watch What the Health and for us to have a conversation about it when it's over. So just watch it in a very non-judgmental way and let's talk about it. And they did. And my mom's pretty much been, been, been vegan ever since. And I know my dad is much more conscious about what he's eating and is is eating definitely more plant-based foods a lot more than they used to. So yeah, that's something that can be really helpful. Is like, hey, I don't want anything. Just do this for me because what would mean the most to me is for you to live a long time. And how I know how I know how that can happen. So watch these documentaries. Let's talk about it. I'm here for you. Let's do this. So that's kind of my last little tip. So I, I really hope this episode was helpful for you guys. I hope it was enlightening. I hope I hope these tips and little advice tricky thingamajigs that I offered were helpful because I know I really struggled with this and uh, I wish I would have had somebody tell me these things before my first vegan Thanksgiving or before my first big meal with a bunch of carnivores uh, after going vegan. So thank you so much for tuning into this episode. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Again, go leave a uh, rating and a review in iTunes. I really would appreciate it. Thanks again for listening. You guys are all awesome. I'll catch you in the next episode. Make sure you're subscribed if you're not subscribed yet and go check out the unedited versions on the YouTube channel. All of this will be in the show notes for this episode. So check that out for sure. And I'll just catch you in the next episode of the How to Vegan podcast. Peace out.